Hey guys, welcome back. We are having a Marvel podcast, guys. Uh, Marvel episode. Excuse me. But yeah, I actually recorded. Um, I recorded this episode already about six, six or seven days ago. It was scheduled to release, and then I saw the whole um, lawsuit uh, with Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. So I kind of wanted to see how that played out a little bit and then kind of redo this episode. So essentially, the original episode I recorded, we talked about all the Disney Plus Marvel stuff and how it ties in and um, how how they're doing pretty well. And uh, sorry, I'm just typing up. I want to see this really quick. But anyways... We uh, we we essentially have been blessed with the ability to for Marvel to release TV shows now, guys. So, um, if you guys are into Marvel, you guys have been watching the Marvel movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, it's been it's been a pretty good ride. I think that it's been the best comic book movies, obviously. You have your couple of one-offers where you could say this movie is kind of good, but the Marvel Universe as a whole is very good. And as of this year, I believe uh, January, they dropped their first series, which would be WandaVision. And uh, so far, we have, as of today, we've had WandaVision, we've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then Loki just completed a couple weeks ago. So I'm just going to quickly... Um, I'm going to quickly recap what I think about them. I'm not going to go into depth, but I, we had about an hour and a long, hour and a half long episode about Marvel. I'm going to wrap this one down a little bit shorter because I did kind of rant a little bit. So sometimes recording things twice pays up. But um, essentially, we get our episodes on Disney Plus, which is amazing. And on Disney Plus, they are doing just opposite of um, Netflix. Netflix, when you get a TV show, you have all the episodes. Boom, enjoy, watch them. Disney has been doing um, a once a week drop. I think, I think with Wanda, or it could be wrong. Maybe it's with the Star Wars episodes, but they drop two episodes at first sometimes. But. Um, We've had the three shows so far. All three of the shows have been so much. They've been so different, right? So, like, um, there's a different tone for each show. There's a different style for each show. WandaVision, um, until Loki finished, I was going to say WandaVision is in the lead, right? They have, it was a very good show, very good storyline. The kind of the wrap-up, the conclusion to it, spoiler alert, guys, from this point on, We'll be talking about stuff that happened in the shows. Um, it wrapped up okay, but obviously because of COVID last year, you could tell that they had a little more plans, but they couldn't get all the actors together. So Wanda starts off a little rocky. First episode is cool because you're trying to figure out what's going on. But my problem with WandaVision was is they were doing... I think the first three or four, maybe five episodes, they were going through TV genres and um, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. And 
at first you're like, oh, okay, cool, what is this? And then it kind of got a little annoying because too much of the episode was consumed with with that instead of actually telling the story the way that maybe I would have liked it to be told. But then middle middle end of the season, right, a little past the halfway point, it starts really ramping up. And, you know, the end of the episodes, they're really teasing you hard. And we start getting a little more. And you kind of try to start figuring out what's happening. Um, Wanda leaves us on an amazing cliffhanger that leads, it's going to lead into Doctor Strange, um, Multiverse of Madness, okay? So, overall, I give Wanda, WandaVision, uh, like a 4.5 out of 5, okay? It was almost there. It was so close to being a 5. It really was. The slow, slow start, a little bit of a weird start, and then the ending... If it would have been uh, filmed correctly, if they had all the people to kind of wrap up the story, it would have been a great TV show. But we get that. We're like, finally, some Marvel. Okay, this one, this teases, this really does tease into the next movie, one of the next movies. So cool. Finally, you get a post credit scene, and it definitely teases you into Doctor Strange. So next... We have to wait till March, I believe the middle of March, and we get um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a good TV show. It's a very good TV show. But it was laid out a, a, a little bit different to kind of leave a disservice on this TV show. And the... Um, I want to say Bucky and Falcon, Sam and Bucky, right? They, it was so weird. It was like, you could kind of see where they were going. It was a lot, you know, it was pretty predictable. Um, spoiler alert again, guys, if you're this deep already, you're going to have some spoilers, but, uh, you know, we're we're dealing with two people who are taking the um, changes of losing Captain America in a whole different way, right? And um, Bucky thinks that, you know, Captain was always fighting for him. They were best friends. He kept fighting, thinking that Bucky was going to be good. So all the bad things that, that he did as a Winter Soldier, you know, Captain America never, Steve Rogers never held that against him. He was always, there's, you know, there's good Bucky. There's good, there's a good part in it. I mean, in the first Captain America movie, essentially, Bucky, you know, gave his life for, for Steve Rogers. So, him, with, with Captain America gone, he's very disappointed that um, Sam didn't take on the role of Captain America. And I don't know at first you're trying to you're trying to wonder and you're not you're not sure if he's disappointed because he didn't take it. Also a little disappointed because maybe he wasn't offered it. Um but you could tell it really bothers him and he, he's holding it against him. And Sam 
the Sam, the reason why Sam didn't take um, the Captain America role is very understandable, but they also put a little bit of um, an edgy take onto it. They, they bring a little bit of race into it. And um, I, I don't know. Things are going to change over the years, but I don't believe that belongs in a Marvel movie where we shouldn't be talking about, you know, things like that, politics like that, in a movie that you're supposed to be out there enjoying, having fun, living in a fantasy. So that TV show was a little slower. The pace of it was a little slower. Um, the villains of it were not as good. And I believe Black Widow, which we're also going to talk about, was supposed to come out before this movie. So there would be a teaser. There is a teaser of Black Widow. And that teaser would have introduced us to a character that was also in... in, in um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, because it came out in a little different order, um, that could have helped it a little more. Because they're, they're building, they're building other movies or TV shows right now. I'm not sure if it's going to be a TV show or not, or a movie. But there's like things in the background, just like Marvel's always done. But when it comes out of order, um, it's kind of hard to know which is which, and if it would have helped the show open up a little more. But I think that overall, Falcon and Winter Soldier was good. It could have been a lot better. Um, it was anti-climatic. I don't um, I don't know if Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to get another TV show series or if it's going to be a movie next. I believe that the next one will be a Captain America movie, and it's going to be called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, I don't think it's going to be a TV show. And that's probably, this is better pacing for a movie than a TV show because every, at the end of every one of the episodes, it was kind of anticlimactic. Where in a movie, you have this, the middle area where maybe they're doing a little bit of storytelling, but it'll finally kick off. It, it didn't, it didn't work well for me as a TV show, but um, they set up some things. They're set, they're obviously setting up Thunderbolts where um, Thunderbolt Ross is getting all the bad guys and he's going to make a team out of it, right? Um, Baron Zemo, I think, did a pretty good job in this TV show, but again, underutilized, not um, not as exciting as you would have guessed. But they tease and they set up some things, and what they're setting up is not necessarily um, building us up for the next few movies, right? For Spider Man or Doctor Strange, so. Out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would give that thing definitely, mm, I would give it a four. 3.5, 3.8, four. Somewhere in there. Because it was a good TV show. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I would rewatch it. I don't think I rewatched too many of those episodes. Wasn't a whole lot there. Then finally, you know, we get Loki. Which, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't really enjoy Loki, right? There's not one person you're going to find that's like, oh, man, I don't enjoy that character. Tom Hiddleston's a freaking amazing actor. And what Loki did was just, um, he just set up the next probably five to seven years of Marvel with this TV show. Um, we all remember when they started 
teasing Thanos. And the small teases, and you're like, what is going on? Then you get a little more tease and a little more tease. And finally, you know, we get a Infinity War. But um, this is what Loki did for us. Loki is essentially a very key part of the story to explain why things are going to be different in the coming futures and how there is going to be a multiverse and how there are different timelines and how we could possibly um, see characters come back or different version of a character. And um, they, they also teased one of the biggest teases that, you know, I think no one would have guessed that they were going to tease it in Loki, but King the Conqueror. He is he's gonna be our new big bad. He's gonna be our big bad before we go to something giant like Galactus, right? So um Loki TV show, start to finish, amazing. Cliffhangers on those guys were amazing. Uh the acting, the storytelling, the comedy, all super amazing. We also know that he's in a couple of the movies coming up, small parts. But this is the first TV show, I believe, where we know that he, there will be a season two. So there's going to be a season two of Loki, and I'm assuming it'll be after a couple of movies when he comes in. But the 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 consequences of what happened in Loki will definitely change the Marvel Universe. And it's going to give us the ability to have Loki and Thor and probably Loki staying in our main Marvel Universe now because of what happened. So it's the storytelling on there is, is amazing, man. It, it's I, I, I kind of give it to these guys that are able to have a giant story. And in this giant story, there's a bunch of little stories. You know, the different movies, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and they can interwind them all together. And they all tell little stories that eventually tie in together and they blend in so perfectly. Some of them are going on at the same time. I believe WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier are happening about the same time, right? So you're seeing in different places things cracking off. And not every problem can just be like, hey, we got to call the Avengers, right? Every every problem is different, and every problem needs to be handled differently. So, um, what these guys are doing right now is amazing. So, we also have Black Widow that released during the season of Loki. And Black Widow and Loki don't necessarily intertwine, but Black Widow was an amazing movie. I, people have... Uh, mixed reviews on it and some people probably some of the people who don't like the movie would have liked it more if it would have came out in the correct time if it came out um in you know after the accords and and right after civil war right if it came out at right after civil war where this movie should have landed before infinity war this movie would have did so much better than it did and it did pretty well already i think but there are some you know criticisms why are we watching this why are we um why are we seeing all this stuff now and it kind of doesn't blend together the way you would have thought it blend together and how did this happen in that time gap and you know no one talked about it afterwards 
But it, it is a very good movie. It also sets us up for the new Black Widow, which is his sister. Uh, I am drawing a blank on the name. But again, at the end of the movie, we're now in present time. And she is visiting Black Widow's grave. And the girl that was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier pops out of nowhere. And you now find out that Black Widow's sister has been working for her. So although in Black Widow, you kind of think that at the end, when it all is concluded, you know, her family that she's rescuing from these guys is going to go on the straight and narrow and be good now. Maybe they're not doing good, or maybe we're not sure exactly, right? Once you know, once you do some things, it's hard to get out of those things. But it ties in some more Thunderbolt stuff. And we know that, you know, this girl, we're not sure if she's the one in charge or if it's gonna be someone else, right? We think it's Thunderbolt Ross, but she's now recruiting all these people with abilities, skill sets. Um and they have all of these bad guys that are on the raft still. It's been captured. Anytime someone's been captured in the MCU and you don't see them anymore, you can assume they're in prison on the raft. So this raft has all of our, the worst of the worst. And that's where they're at right now. And who who controls the raft? Thunderbolt Ross. That's his home base, man. So they're doing some things. And... It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know when we get our next Marvel panel. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. I think like right about now is normally when Comic-Con would be going on. It's August right now. I feel like Comic-Con would be like right around now. Let me let me Google this really quick. Oh, so we just missed it. It was last month. Did we see any Marvel stuff? I guess I didn't really pay attention. But I don't know when the next um, panel will be. How about D23? D23 21. So D23 this year is actually November. Okay. So I don't know if we have to wait all the way till November to kind of figure out what the rest of the stuff is. So as of right now, we have Black Widow just came out in July. So the next movie that comes out is Shang-Chi and the uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. And in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is that um, monster that fought the Hulk and the like original Hulk when um, they gave that guy, the, the soldier, the super serum so that he could fight the Hulk and he ended up turning into a green monster, right? I forgot what his name is, Abomination or something like that. So he's actually in that. We've seen him in trailers. So I'm assuming in this movie, we're going to see a little more of that lady who is recruiting these people for the Thunderbolts, right? But Shang-Chi, I don't really know how he's going to fold into the rest of the MCU. It's going to be a good movie, but I don't know how it's going to open up the the future to what's happening next. But after after that, 
we have the internals. The internals is gonna bust open for us. This is after Thanos. This is current day. So this comes out November fifth, which we're actually like. I mean, I guess this is going to also open up what our new threat on Earth is going to be. So the Eternals looks pretty good. I don't know who the bad guy in the Eternals is, but it's going to be present day. We're not doing any more flashbacks at this point. And so those two movies, I'm not sure what they're going to do for us to tease us for the future of what's happening with Marvel. But the next movie that comes out that's going to show us what's been going on and what's in our current Marvel universe, what's happening is Spider-Man No Way Home. And Spider-Man No Way Home doesn't come out until December. So we almost have, you know, six months, five months until we have to wait for the next game-changing movie. And after Spider-Man comes out, I believe is going to be, um, that's when we're going to finally get uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, so Doctor Strange will be the next one after that. Doctor Strange will be March 25th. So if there's any any chance at all, I think that we'll probably get, they'll probably announce somewhere, maybe at D23, when we'll see Loki um, season two come out. And if I'm right, and they had chance to already work on it, then Loki will probably come out, oh, wow, because Doctor Strange comes out in March, then the following month, Thor comes out. Hmm. So I don't know, maybe Thor, or maybe right after Thor in May 2022, we'll have the next TV series, which would be Loki season two. Who knows? But so right now we have Black Widow just came out. We have Shang-Chi and then we have the Eternals, then Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Then we have Thor, Love and Thunder. And then uh, we have to wait May to July, which is not that big. And we'll have Black Panther, Wakanda forever. After that, you have to wait all the way till November again. And it's called The Marvels. I don't know what The Marvels are. I got to tell you. I got to look into it. I'm not really sure. But then 2023, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Which is also going to be the bad guy in that we know is King the Conqueror. So what we just found out in Loki right now... 2021 his next big movie that we know he's going to be in I, I assume he's going to be in all these movies now in the background somewhere but the next time we're going to actually fight Kane in a movie is going to be Ant-Man and that's not until February 2023 then in May we have Guardians of the Galaxy version 3 or volume 3 and then Fantastic Four doesn't have a release date yet It's crazy. And then for this year, we for TV shows, we have the What If series coming out next week, which is cool. It's an animated series. It's going to give us a bunch of stuff. And I think it's going to tease some of the multiverse stuff, I believe. I believe it will. But then after the What If series, we have to wait all the way till November, and that's when we'll have Hawkeye. We know for a fact that Black, uh, Black Widow's sister is going to be in the Hawkeye TV show. She's going to be hunting him. So that's going to be the next teaser we get for that side of the storyline. And then we have Miss Marvel in late 2021. So that must be December. And then we're going to 2022 before we get anything else. And that's going to be Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
So we might only have three Marvel TV shows for the following year, but they haven't actually they haven't actually told us this. We we don't know. It's hard to tell with Marvel. So um we're gonna take a quick break, guys. I'm gonna put together some of the rambling we did, and we're gonna finish strong with um this whole Black Widow thing. Okay, we're gonna backtrack to Black Widow and now what's going on with her and just kind of my thoughts on it. So Take a quick break. We'll be back. I was trying to run a commercial between these, but I'm still figuring out this podcast on uh, this platform. So I'm not sure if I'm actually inserting the commercials or not. So I'll see you in a second. All right, guys, we are back. Long break, right? It might have just rolled right to this. I'm not sure. I, I still am trying to figure out the uh, mid roll and the commercials and what I can insert. I know that I can actually put music in our podcast too, guys, from Spotify Library, but then I think it takes away my ability to ever um, make any kind of money off these things. Not that I'm trying to make money, but it takes away like me signing up for partner stuff, uh, partnership stuff on the website. So for now, we'll leave the music out of it. Hopefully you just saw a little ad, not too biggie. But we'll go to our, our main story of today's podcast, okay? This is our Marvel podcast, guys. We, we really enjoy Marvel. We've been heavily invested in the Marvel. Um, I, I we've been watching since Iron Man one. Uh, the Hulk, like Iron Man one, really is when the the universe started started building, right? We knew that there's going to be Marvel movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movie. And they were all going to be intertwined, but um, it's it's really gotten uh, so many people who are. Is it, uh, what is the word? So attached to the story and to these characters. And, um, you know, you end up having opinions and feelings about just how things go. We Sometimes they tell a bad story or, you know, sometimes things get weird. And obviously us as fans, we're going to have, you know, we're going to say something about it. So Black Widow released and they postponed this release for so long because of COVID. And I do not know the in and outs of the contract, but I can tell you right now, I watched plenty of people who, who talk about these episodes. And for the longest time, we always heard, we're not going to get Black Widow until theaters are back open because in, you know, they are guaranteed a theatrical release. Those box office numbers really impact what some of the actors make. So they would wait until theaters reopened. And then I know that we've tried, not we, I know they've tried to release some movies on demand where you can order them off Amazon Prime or in Disney's case, they have the premiere where you, you know, buy them early and you can watch them at home. So I'll give my two, my two views on this. For one, I super enjoy the ability to be able to buy a movie and watch it with your family at the house. You cannot take away the theater experience. I still... With Black Widow, we took the whole, all the family. We went and watched it first in theater. Then I also bought it on Disney Plus. So I can watch it whenever I wanted to. But um, as a as a fan, as someone who loves TV shows and movies, it's it is a good um, it's a good option to have. Now, I 100% understand the other side too, where if you're an actor and you sign a contract and you have your commitments and you know you get paid such and such amount of money say you get paid 20 million dollars but also you get a percentage of the box office 
when it's released. And all these Marvel movies, when they hit the box office, and that's the only place you can watch them is a movie theater, they blow up and people, I mean, they make a crazy amount of money. So I do see them taking a little bit of a hurt, a little bit of a loss by releasing it at the same time. And this is why. For one, some people are not going to go to the movies right now. They're not feeling comfortable, safe, whatever that it may be. Fill in whatever word you want to put in there. So instead, they'll order it on Disney+. Plus. You're only paying one-time fee of $29.99. And you can watch it as many times as you want now. You now own that movie on Disney+. Plus. Are you? I don't know if you want to say you own it. You own the rights to watching it. And then eventually when it does naturally come out in Disney+, Plus, you know, it's on there still anyways. But you ordered it, and now you can watch it as many times as possible. So now you're just having one purchase at that home and a bunch of people can watch it. Potentially, you know, uh, depending on how many people you know, you can you can watch it over and over again. And now you're taking away a movie buy from each one of those people. And some people are going to watch it at the house and not go to the movies. This is the way it is. So does it take away from the box office? 100%. Does it, also take away from the box office because if you're able to stream it on Disney Plus, I would believe it's that much easier to pirate. So instead of you getting somebody's choppy movie that was filmed on a camera in a movie theater, I believe that there's technology out there probably where you can just rip that off of Disney Plus, the screen capture with good audio, and now you'll also be able to pirate it easier. So now people have way more access to get into this movie where before you would have to watch it at the movie theaters and it wouldn't be easy to pirate, wouldn't be as easy to pirate. So if if there is a contract where it states you need to release this movie in, in theaters and, and it has to be in the theaters for this long before it can come out to video on demand, you have to honor that. I know for a fact that the same deal happened with um, Wonder Woman, but Warner Brothers went to Wonder Woman, came to an agreement, paid her extra, and she still got um, she still got a cut of sales. So for them not to do that to Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, especially she's been around since you know almost the beginning of this story. It's a little disheartening, man, and it's it's a little effed up because some people was looking at it this way: she was killed off in Endgame, and she did get her movie. But you know, pretty much, you're never going to see Black Widow in again, especially not in a full feature film. So is Disney just like, ah, uh, she's already gone anyways, and we're going to do what we want. It's not like we have to make her happy. She's not going to be coming back for any storylines. Disney has done people wrong so many times. Actors, um, movie makers, TV show makers, uh, just creators. It's not cool, man. And... It doesn't matter if this actor got paid $20 million. You should be like, well, that should be enough for you. No, it's not enough. If you're negotiated a, a price, the dollar amount doesn't actually matter, right? You made that negotiation good for those people. That's like someone coming to your job and saying, hey, you normally get paid $2,500 on your pay period, but this time we're going to give you $1,200 and that, that's just how it goes. You wouldn't be happy also. The amount of money doesn't actually matter. It's the problem with them having an agreement and the way they treat their actors like that. I don't. You, you think that Scarlett Johansson would just go out there and go against a media giant like that unless they actually did her wrong? 
especially because she knows that if she did something wrong or was just trying to be money hungry, the fan base, the amount of people who really love Marvel, the backlash on that would just be crazy heavy, right? So you would have to assume, and I could be wrong, I don't know the ins and outs, but that she was actually done wrong and she just wants a little bit of justice here, right? Things need to be made right. And it's going to be a dragging through the mud kind of show. It, it also could affect her future on, on making movies or TV, right? You're, you're cutting off a giant person called Disney. So um, I would assume with all those factors in the play, that they actually did cheat her out of it a little bit, break a contract, and uh, it's not cool. It's just not. This is not something that you should be doing to to actors who have been dedicated and stuck with you through this awesome journey. And has it has it uh, done well for them? Yes, it has, right? But still, when you sign up for this Marvel stuff and there's movies and TV and whatever being made for the next five, six, seven years... You're, you're locking into a long-term relationship with these guys where now you might actually be turning down other jobs because you're with this commitment. And actors like Scarlett Johansson have done that. And it's just it's a little disheartening, guys. I, I know it's a lot of money, and when you see a, a celebrity or, or someone rich and they're complaining about not getting you know, money, you're kind of like, your first thought is like, damn, dude, you're fucking rich, right? But... It is what it is on that fact. These guys did what they did to get there. We can't be nickel and dime them. We, we can't act like just because they're already pretty wealthy, it doesn't matter. Um, they have to be treated the same as anybody else. So I, I think that um, Disney will, will settle. I hope they don't, and they go to court, and Scarlett Johansson just beats the piss out of them in court, and she gets a lot of money. But um, – once Disney sees that they can't weasel their way out of it, she'll get a little hush money, and then that'll be that. It's uh, it's unfortunate, though, guys. It really is. You see how these actors get treated. And unless this is a one-off, you'll probably see some other things come out in the next months or so about how Disney or the Marvel movie people treat their treat their people. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that when something like this happens, you hear all the, all the backstories of stuff we don't know about. And it comes out pretty hot and happy. So it's unfortunate. It really is. I hope Scarlett Johansson gets what's due to her. And then uh, I hope these guys pull their heads with their butt and create, keep creating really good Marvel stuff. I don't want to have a nasty taste in my mouth. Um, I hate giving Disney money as it is ever, but they just have, you know, amazing content right now. They have all the Marvel, they have all the Star Wars stuff. But it, it comes back to, just a huge media giant. They, it just shows you, man. They do what they want. They control it all. Anyways, this is my 10-minute rant on the Black Widow thing, guys. We just talked about Marvel. We're going to take one more tiny break, and then we're going to talk about the future of the podcast and what you're going to be seeing coming pretty soon. So let me, we'll see in just a few seconds. All right, guys. Welcome back. This is going to be the final little segment of our podcast today. Uh, again, we're trying to do episodes weekly, right? Hopefully, we're going to get more than a, one episode weekly. We get into a little more of a groove. Um, we have been doing a lot of Warzone. I, I've been playing Warzone. I've been doing um, a little bit of Black Ops for leveling up weapons. Red Dead Redemption. We're still on our gaming stuff, guys. We are probably going to be doing a little bit of Twitch stuff. Um, 
possibly in the next few weeks. But the podcast will be our our main our main um, goal, really. We want to expand the podcast. We want to do more podcast content. I want to have some guests on pretty soon. I, I'm working things out with some of the people we stream or that I stream with or some of the guys who are still actively streaming. Maybe do some background on these guys, how they got to streaming, what, why they do what they do, um, just stuff like that. I, I think it's cool to hear people's stories. Uh, we also are going to talk about um, sports a little bit when it comes down. We'll talk about the week and how bad our team sucks. And when I say our team, it's the Raiders, guys. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, but it, it'll be very small segments on that. Like I said, this podcast is very, very broad, right? We're going to talk about anything from gaming, TV shows, sports, how someone's day was, whatever the actual crisis is going on um, in the world, right? So with that being said, our next episode right now, we'll be talking about 2020 and 2021 guys uh essentially COVID-19 and I will just talk about essentially my view or my take on the pandemic and how it's been handled and how um possibly we might be looking at going back into another 2020 um come this fall and flu season guys you can kind of see things happening already so uh, a little bit of politics not a whole bunch i am not um i'm very middle kind of person i see both sides on a majority of issues guys and i just think it's something that should be talked about i think that um some things have been over over exaggerated i think some things have been under exaggerated and um, unfortunately, all of us will be paying the price for it, and we'll be paying it in the next few years. We'll, we'll see all the consequences of all the all the decisions that were made. We will see how it plays out very soon. But uh, next podcast, guys, it'll be our COVID nineteen podcast, our pandemic podcast. I know that whenever you talk about stuff like that, sometimes uh, some of these platforms don't share it as much. So hopefully you guys continue to share the podcast. Uh, I promise there won't be a whole bunch of, um, there won't be a whole lot of political talk on these podcasts, but every now and then you got to have a little talk and it's on the lighter side, guys. We're going to give our take on it and it won't be, it won't be like some of these things that you guys watch where it's, someone will take one opinion and just kind of beat it down your throat. We're just going to go talk about it in general, give my view my opinions on it and then uh i will try to be posting this link we have a call-in link guys so we can have uh the messengers ask them some questions and i will try to take a couple questions and see a, a couple of uh, opinions on you guys on how 2020 and 2021 went with the pandemic restrictions um particularly did you go out anywhere i, I get the great example is i've gone to vegas quite a few times before during and now i don't want to say after right because we're still at the trickle end of it but um at the end of covid so that'll be our next episode guys uh if you could please 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 
grab the link to this podcast and share it. I believe we are on Spotify and we are on Apple Music. And I think we're uh, all the platforms that we shared by Anchor is out there. I think there's four or five of them. But you can always grab directly from anchor.fm my link and watch or listen to it from there. Uh, you can listen to it on your phone, in your car, on your computer, um, wherever a podcast is available. Appreciate all the support, guys. We still have our Discord up. I was going to play poker this week and catch up with every of the guys. I didn't get to it, but I'll be playing poker pretty soon on PokerStars VR. So uh, we might be able to do a podcast. I'm trying to figure out if we can get people to join my anchor link and hit a poker table and kind of do like a podcast and poker episode where essentially we're playing poker, but we'll just catch up with some of the old friends, see how they're doing and, and how things are going. So we will also have that very soon. But the next episode, guys, the pandemic. Catch you guys later.